Looking more like a church than a hospital, St Leonard's is believed to be one of the largest medieval hospitals in the north of England. Originally the Hospital of St Peter, it was renamed St Leonard's Hospital after a fire meant it had to be rebuilt. As can be seen in the ruins, the large windows were purposefully built because of the belief that disease was caused by bad air, meaning that it was important for fresh air to be in constant circulation around the building. Much in the same way that it was unknown how cholera was spread until the work of John Snow, those running medieval hospitals had no knowledge of either disease spread or germ theory. St Leonard's Hospital, though, was not just a place for the sick. It also became a space to house orphans and the infirm, as well as providing food for the prisoners at York Castle. St Leonard's Hospital was the largest of many throughout the city, including four hospitals for people with leprosy. St Leonard's Hospital was mostly destroyed during the Reformation under King Henry VIII, which left York without a hospital until 1740. Shortly after, in 1777, the fifth asylum to be built in England was opened in York. For centuries, the mentally ill were treated as criminals, caged, tortured and even displayed for public entertainment. However, public opinion began to change during the 18th century. York Lunatic Asylum, a grand Georgian building, was requested by the Archbishop of York in 1772 to create a lunatic asylum to prevent the mentally ill from being placed in unsuitable institutions like prisons. It formally opened in 1777. Publicly owned, the asylum offered care to a wide range of patients and was meant to exclusively treat the poor who had no other access to mental health care at the time. However, funding was a considerable problem, resulting in overcrowding and poor conditions. It was usual to chain lunatics to the wall and leave them naked and alone, as it was not thought possible for mentally ill people to feel the cold. The management quickly began to defraud the public and patients alike, admitting more affluent patients in order to make money. In April 1790, a Quaker woman, Hannah Mills, died whilst in the care of the asylum. She was refused any visitors during her six-week incarceration, being offered no spiritual support and, meaning her religious community, could not witness the conditions she was being held in. Mill's death sparked great concern within the local Quaker community about the treatment of the patients in the asylum. As a way of countering this diabolical treatment, the retreat near to the University of York, was built by William Tuke in 1796. Tuke, a Quaker, founded the care facility on his spiritual ethos that all should be treated with both equality and kindness. Revolutionary in its physical and ethical design, the retreat became the model for many asylums throughout England, Europe and the United States. Duke and his family lived at the retreat alongside patients, nurturing a sense of family, community and emotional support, with all residents, patients and staff taking their meals together. Conditions at the York Lunatic Asylum, though, remained poor. Godfrey Higgins, a West Riding magistrate, began to investigate the conditions of the asylum following complaints from the family of a previous patient. Combining forces with Duke's family and the Quaker community in 1813, they worked closely to demand a public investigation into the conditions of the asylum, which had, since opening in 1777, avoided inspection. 
This investigation uncovered the extent of the poor treatment, as well as revealing possible embezzlement of large sums of money from the institution. A fire, suspected to have been started deliberately, destroyed many relevant documents concerning the treatment of patients and the financial records in 1813. The following year, after much resistance to inquiries by the asylum's governors, several local gentlemen, many of them Quakers, paid £20 each to allow them to become governors of the asylum. They pushed through many reforms and many of the staff were let go. In 1815, Higgins and Samuel Chuke assisted with the parliamentary inquiry into the public asylums, which resulted in the countrywide reform of mental health provision.